What's going on, fam? Welcome back for part four, our final segment on our study of Psalm 23. Let's pick up where we left off at, looking at verse number six. It says this, only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Remember, verse number five ends with a cup overflowing. That's really meant to, to create this imagery of a celebration. It's almost like a party. And such a celebration was never meant to end, as we can see that David alludes to in verse number six. He says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Here's what goodness is. Goodness simply is God's will in our lives, his perfect will in our lives. Mercy, on the other hand, is his covenant love, his redemptive power and faithfulness. So when we talk about the goodness and the, and the love of God pursuing us all the days of our lives, it kind of surrounds us with this thing that we refer to as grace, God's power to move us forward, but also his, his mercy to redeem the mistakes that we've made throughout David's life. And though he wasn't perfect, he needed to lend and lean heavily upon the goodness of God and the mercy of God. We see this exhibited even in the story with David and Bathsheba, which is found in, in, in 2 Samuel 11 through 12. His mercy was available for him. That goodness and mercy continued to pursue him. David ends this final statement with this promise. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Here, the house of the Lord is the tabernacle. It later becomes the temple in Jerusalem. Um, but for us as Christians, it's us. Our bodies are the temple of the living God. And what it ultimately is saying that we are gonna live our lives in covenant relationship with God for all the days of our lives. And goodness and mercy is not only going to lead us, but is also going to pursue us. We are going to dwell in this house forever. And forever literally means uh, no end. It means that there's no end to the time that we are going to spend with God. In the Hebraic mindset, eternity was not a time space, but it was actually just an endless day, just one continuous endless moment. Throughout Psalm 23, we have a revelation of God's provision and his protection. His purpose is to usher us into his house and to his presence forever. In order to do this, we have to rest. In order to do this, we have to experience salvation. In order to receive this, we have to allow the, the nurturing grace and power of God to feed us. He gives us his spirit. It quenches our thirst. He renews our steps. He, he renews our souls. And then he also orders our steps every single step of the way. This world, how often, however, is, is fallen, is broken. We, we, we deal with struggles every single day and the Lord is still protecting us and he's still providing for us even in the shadow of death. Moreover, we are able to still celebrate God's goodness even in a broken and fallen world. That's what it means that I'm still gonna have my power, my grace, my love for you, even in the presence of opposition. This is the life that every single one of us gets to live every single day. As Jesus was journeying to the cross, he makes this statement, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be here where I am and behold my glory. This is John 17, 24, because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That prayer is answered in Christ. Ultimately, what we see is that Jesus is that great shepherd. He laid his life down for us. And, and what laying his life down meant quite literally is a shepherd would lay down at the door of the sheep pen so that any 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 predator that was trying to come in would have to go through the shepherd first. Imagine that for a moment, that, that our Lord, that our shepherd laid his life down, knowing that any enemy that wants to get to us has to first go through him. We should be encouraged in that, friends, knowing that the Lord, that Yahweh, 
that I am, the God who's our provider, the God who is our redeemer, the God who is our grace. All of these things are encapsulated in Jesus. He lays his life down so that we can have a seat at his table. Let us be encouraged and let us shift our dependency from the world. Let us let us shift our independence from the things that we feel like we should be able to define on our own terms. And let us now recognize that we can be dependent upon Christ. And it's not in an unhealthy way, but it's recognizing that he wants to provide for us. He wants to protect us and that he absolutely wants to guide us. What are the areas of our lives that we need to invite the guiding shepherd into it so that we can experience the life that he has for us? Let me pray for us. Lord, I thank you that you are our shepherd and we want for nothing as a result of that. We can experience rest and salvation because of what you've done on the cross. We can be restored because of what you've done on the cross that even in the midst of darkness, we can experience light that is found in your presence, Father, and that you anointing that's on our lives, Father, it can flow on us and through us and others can experience it as well. So Lord, I pray that as we examine this passage of scripture and what it means for us, that we can walk in the fullness of recognizing that you are our shepherd and we are your sheep. In Jesus' name, amen.